arts. This, this season, God, of black history, our history, the world's history, everybody stemmed from Africa yeah. to this place. So as you bless us, as we go through your word, God, we pray, we pray that we be a blessing to others in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Romans, the eighth chapter, you probably know it well. Romans 8, verse 1 and 2, and it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. Galatians 5.1 says, Stand therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I tell you, the lifetime guarantee. Trying to find some information that would help us to understand exactly where we are in this time and this season. This is our history because some of us been the same way. We, we've been this hue for a long time and I don't think if I look at the pen to the right, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. Can't rub it off. Sister Jones, can't just, that's just the way we is. That's right. right. And I did say it yeah, uh, right. grammatically incorrect. That's just the way we are. So let me move on just to the text here. It says to us here, this part, there is therefore now no condemnation. I got to thinking about when you get ready to have a breakthrough, that means that there's something you have to break from. Looking in this text, there are other upper verses that Paul was dealing with because he he needed freedom. He needed what, everybody? Freedom. He needed freedom. So in the other upper verses, just up above chapter 8 of Romans uh, eight, just above that, and it's in chapter seven, the latter part. He's dealing with himself because when you look at the text, when you find yourself in verse twenty-two of Romans chapter seven, he says, "For I delight in the law of God after the inward man." Verse twenty-three. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my what, everybody, of my mind. In other words, we're dealing with contentions within our own selves and it's a three-letter word called sin. Yeah. However we choose to label it, it's still a situation that we have to deal with. Segregation, all types of disagreements that go on from the top all the way down to the bottom is still sin in operation, whether we choose to acknowledge it or not. Yeah. That's right. Paul says, I see another law, and, and I'm dealing with stuff in my mind. A lot of times, you know what? The chatterbox in your mind that talks, that you hear that other voice other than God's voice, sometimes it gets to do what it's not supposed to do, and that's lead. I'm going to teach it this morning, because a lot of times we're struggling for the mastery. And what you starve is that what dies. What are you talking about? If the lust of the flesh starves, it dies. But if you don't feed your spirit with the word of God, it dies. So you have to discover within your own self what's going to live today. 
When we fast, what happens to the body? Y'all know what happens. Your, 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 your fat cells begin to pull on different stuff like, oh, this must be food. No, you're, you're, you're telling your body that I need to fast. Why? Because there are some other things that God wants to happen, wants to be in operation within your own body that is going to come back against what the chatterbox says in your own mind. The reason why we're not as strong as we should be is because we don't fast enough. Yes, we're too busy feasting on who, who commented on this? Who liked this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ouch. We're too busy flipping from Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and when we talk about turning pages or looking, turning another page uh, on our device, we. We don't, we, don't, we don't do that as often as we should. God has given us his word, beloved, and the more that we contend with what's in us through the power of God, the more of the victory you will see in every aspect of your life. Do you believe that today, brother? Here in this text, Paul makes it plain. Verse 23 of chapter 7 of Romans. He says, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, bringing me into captivity to the law which is in my members, in my body. So he got the understanding now, and he shouts in verse 24, oh, wretched man that I am, who's going to deliver me from this body of death? He first had to recognize that there was something wrong with him. A lot of times in our spiritual or in our Christian experience, we don't want anybody telling us that anything is wrong with us. Then the Holy Spirit has to get our attention, Elder Jackson, in the wee hours of the night, disturb our sleep, and bump the bed and say, you need to get up, wake up right now. Oh God, I'm too tired. We just turn the cover over. But if you're sensitive enough to the Holy Spirit's wooing, and he alerts you, and you are in love with him, and you know he's in love with you, you'll get up and roll over and say, yes, God, what is it? Or you'll say that that other word that the devil don't want you to say, yes, Lord. (laughs) See, God wants to be Lord, not just of the day, but of your life. Right. That was deep. That was heavy. Y'all might get that next Tuesday. He wants to be Lord of your life, not just Lord of the moment, not just Lord of the day. And when we allow God to become Lord of our lives, we'll listen to him at any hour of the day. Lord have mercy, I'm trying to help somebody. So so when when Paul was saying in verse 24, oh wretched man that I am, who's going to deliver me from this body of death? There's three words that God, that the devil don't want you to say. So you have to get accustomed to saying them. Y'all sleep this morning. There are three words that you have to get accustomed to saying that the devil don't want you to say. Sister Jackson, they're not going to help you today. They must be still sleeping too much sugar and milk at the same time. It's, 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 it's occupating inside their body and they laying dormant, sleep drunk, whatever you're drunk. I don't know. There are three words. How many words about it? Three. There are three words that the devil don't want you to say. You know what they are? Thank you, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> you got to learn to incorporate those words yes. when it hurts the worst. Right. Yes, sir. Yes. Then Paul gets to the point, I'm trying to hurry up and hurry along so I can bless somebody. Then he says in chapter chapter 8, verse 1, there is therefore now, don't miss the words, there is therefore now, because after you've wrestled with yourself and told yourself and told your body and told your mind and told your spirit, you're going to obey the voice of God in this body. Therefore, there is now no condemnation. The word condemnation means there is no separation. There is no divide. 
I'm not going to be separated. Nothing. You know what Paul says in verse 39 of chapter 8? He says, nothing shall separate you from the love of God. You know what separates us from God? It's a simple three-letter word. We talked about it just earlier. It's S-I-N. It's sin. And guess what else separates us from the love of God? What's in our head? That shadow box. Well, you're not good enough. Well, you didn't meet the requirements. Did you not know? Have you not heard that the God that we serve has requirements that you've already met? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. That's all right. This is a simple word. It's a requirements that you've already what? You've already met. Are you in love with him? Yes. Do you live for him? Yes. So therefore, there is now no condemnation. Yes. To them, look at the prepositions in the Bible. Look at that. Look, look, look in your Bible. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Yes. Not on Christ Jesus. Yes. Not around Christ yes. Jesus. Not above Christ Jesus. Neither below Christ Jesus. You've got to spend time in Christ Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation which those which are in Christ Jesus because condemnation could do something to your mind. Did you know that? Mm, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll walk around here thinking that we're condemned. And God says, I just, played, I just made a verbal statement of imperative those who are still in school, of an imperative. There is, therefore, now no condemnation. I don't separate you from nobody. You're the apple of my eye, God says. When you're asleep, I'm thinking about you. When you're weary and got the matter that's all in your eyes, I'm thinking about you. When you're hungry, I've already supplied food. When you're thirsty, I've already supplied water. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. When, I'm, when you're thirsty, I've already supplied water. When you're lonely, I'm right there beside you. Even when you're crying and the tears of Christ crossing up underneath your chin, I'm the handkerchief. What do you have to worry about? There is no condemnation. I'm on your side. I've got the next job for you. I'm writing your resume. I'm writing your certificate vita for you. I've got you. Yes, indeed. Don't worry about what them teachers say. I've got enough of the knowledge in you to teach them. And they supposed to have degrees. Yes, sir. It lets you know how many degrees they're separated from him. You missed your time. Yes. He said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Then he mentions something, Sister Hudson, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Ain't that what he's saying in the Bible? I was trying to get an understanding. What, what, What does he mean? He means walking like putting one foot before the other. Well, when you look at the word walk in its original, it doesn't mean just to walk. Like, we're, like I'm walking right now. No, it doesn't mean that. It means how you live. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to go way back in time with this one. Yeah. In Genesis chapter 5, 24 and 25, you will discover that there is a uh, person in there by the name of Enoch. Yeah. And the Bible tells us about him. Hey, bro, good to see you. Hey, good to see you. Amen. It tells us about his lifestyle. The Bible records that Enoch walked yeah. with God. Yeah. And he was not for God took him. Yeah. See, you ought to be able to come back because you ought to be reading your Bible as I'm talking yeah, to you. This yeah, is a teaching yeah, moment yeah. because we're talking about our history. Am I right about it? Right, right. So in your history, you ought to know what's in between the covers of the book. Mm, Amen. Yes, indeed, sir. And not just listen to what somebody tells That's right, you. Man. The problem is with us. 
They gonna get mad at the other people. The problem is with us. If you put it in the book, we won't read it. But if you put it online, we wrote. <laughs> Y'all, yeah, see, 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 I told you, I told you. If you put in the book, they said we won't read it. I'm not gonna ask you to raise your hand. I'm still, I haven't forgot my point. I'm going back to Enoch in just a moment. If I were to ask you, don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. How many of you have a library card? See, disobedient folks. I told them not to raise their hand. <laughs> see, let me know right there. I said, don't raise your hand. How many times I said it? I said it three times. Don't raise your hand. You got now. Let me ask you this question. Please don't raise your hand. How many go to the library? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's what I wanted you to do. Keep it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go and find out what's in between the pages. Because what people are doing, they're putting it in the books, knowing that you won't read it. Yes, please. Hello, somebody education. <laughs> Some of y'all probably asked you a question. Did you know all about this history that walked up here today? Hello, somebody. They're not just facts spit out. They're inside books. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us this. Study to show yourself approved. You ain't got to fake your shake for nobody else. Study to show yourself approved. Because there are things that you should know about your church. And uh, I know that the next time that we have Black History uh, Program, you ought to know some some founders of your church were of ethnic hue. Mm-hmm. The one who wrote all the books, who had a third grade education, that lady there, That's right. with the messed up nose and things. Her name Ellen White, right? Did you know that she was of ethnic hue, of a mulatto color? Yes, she was. Would you do that, Pastor? It's because it's in the book, you won't read it. You better open up the books. been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with Dr. Christopher Manuel. I pray that today's message made your troubles smaller, your hope greater, and your faith restored. You're invited to join me every first and third Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and on Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located on 4517 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria and at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church on every second and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. located on 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria. Beloved, your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on air. Send your correspondence to P.O. Box 3131, Pineville, Louisiana 71361. And join us on every Tuesday and Thursday from 10 a.m. to 1015 a.m. on KAYT, for the Restoring Faith broadcast. Be blessed. You're tuned in to the voice of the gospel, beaming the gospel in three states to over 100,000 listeners. 70,000 watts of continuous.